Time now for Plain Politics, this partnership between WCCO Radio and the Star Tribune. Scott Gillespie and John Rash are here from the Star Tribune. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Let's start in St. Paul. John, let's start with you. Um, It was an emotional night last night in the Senate on police reform. You had Democrats speaking out forcefully, including uh, African-Americans, Bobby Joe Champion, uh, Jeff Hayden saying enough is enough. Uh, We need to get something done. Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazelka was pushing back. Many people saying it was about as passionate and raw as they have seen. What are your thoughts on what took took place last night? And in the end, what, if anything, will come out when we're talking specifically on police reform from the special session? Well, the transcendent issue, of course, is what happened with George Floyd, the fiery protests and peaceful demonstrations and moves for reformation that followed. That's by far the most important issue, but always involved when you have a legislative session, especially a special session, especially one that goes into the wee hours of the morning, are procedural dynamics. And there was a lot of pushback in terms of how many of the aforementioned legislators from the DFL side thought that the Republican majority did not bring them into the discussions on something that they considered so profoundly important. And so part of it was simply the continual disconnect between the two parties in St. Paul. The good news for those who are looking for some kind of progress on the issue is there doesn't seem to be any difference between the DFL and the Republicans in terms of the importance of this issue. Sometimes, as you know, Chad and Scott, we get to special sessions or we get to the regular legislative session and the two parties are not even on the same page as to what should be being discussed, let alone how to try to solve it. Here, there's no question that this is a big issue and an important one. Movement, probably certainly not as much as the DFL hopes eventually will be there, but that's standard politics. So at least they're moving collectively in the right direction on the right issue. All right, Scott, part of uh, the dialogue when it was uh, contentious was involving Senator Patricia torres Ray and the Majority Leader Paul Gazelka. Gazelka responding to some of the criticism, and some of this has been championed by the bicameral people of color and indigenous caucus. Gazelka first responded saying, hey, for a number of years, Democrats had the House, Senate, Governor. Why didn't you get something done? He also suggested, I, I think for me, in a very tone-deaf way, there's no need for him to consult with members of the people of color and indigenous caucus because of this. I did go to inner city Minneapolis and St. Paul five or six times because I wanted to talk to people, everyday people, all colors, to get their perspectives. And when I think about people of color, indigenous, I'm thinking about the people down there. We went to talk to a dozen or so people from the black community and asked them directly, and I was surprised they said they really haven't talked much to their own senators. Torres responded, Scott, that's as if I said if something happens in rural Minnesota, I will selectively go to some place in rural Minnesota and ask people, I don't need to consult with rural members that are here because why would I? I think she's right on this point. I, I, I enjoy having Gazelka on. We, we had times go back and forth pretty strong. But just to say you went down there and talked to five or six people in a, in, on an issue that affects, well, 
and an issue that affects 300 million of us in this country, and obviously four or five million people in the state, in particular African-Americans, and to say, Scott, well, I talked to five or six people, so why would I talk to you? I think it's fairly insulting. I think it's insulting, and I think it does nothing to further the legislation or the idea that serious reform will be done. So, yes, I, I completely agree with you, Chad. Uh, not the best way for for uh, Senator Gazelka to handle the situation. And, you know, we've got the one split legislature in the country, and we keep yeah. seeing that. And this is another example of it. And, and they don't if they don't want to talk to each other, work together, we're not going to get very far on issues that are so important uh, and, and as critical as this one. John, when this started last Friday, Paul Gazelka said, we're out of here on Friday. We we need more time to deal with some of these issues. We can't resolve all of it. Tim Walls, the governor, has said the opposite, saying this is our one opportunity. We can't waste it, and if we need to, we should stay weeks and weeks. Is this going to end on Friday, John? I think that there's a good chance it will end on Friday, and there's probably as good a chance that the governor could call them back in um, after that. So I think that, you know, it's a little bit of gamesmanship going on here, but neither side should be playing games. If we rewind a little bit, I think it also shows the merits of trying to get the legislative business done within the regular session. These special sessions are fraught with challenges, including it's hard to come up with a specific agenda that they're going to follow. And there's no, you know, once they're called, there isn't a specific end time that the governor can necessarily control it at that point. He can, of course, call them into session. So, you know, one would hope that there is room for compromise, again, on this shared objective of trying to move forward on this incredibly important issue that's convulsed the country. Um, but then again, we've seen so many times with the Minnesota legislature, and as Scott correctly points out, the split between the DFL and the Republicans, which is unique to this state right now of all 50, it would suggest that uh, getting to that compromise is not going to be easy. Scott, could, I could see a scenario that John laid out where Gazelka gavels him out, Walls brings him back, and Gazelka does the same exact thing. Where yes. they don't even meet. They just basically go through the process saying we're back, and then he just gavels them right out? Or would Walls even do that if he believes that Gazelka is just going to, okay, you can compel me to go back, but I'm just telling you, we're going to gavel right out, and I'm not even going to have the folks show up to, to even be in St. Paul to do this? Well, he might still do that uh, if he thinks that politically that's going to be damaging to the GOP Senate, and it could be. Uh, I think there's a lot of impetus for some police reform. And I think that you hear it and see it among moderate Minnesotans. I think you see it among suburbanites as well as those in the two urban centers. And, you know, the those are sometimes the swing votes and, and some of the swing districts as well that matter to the uh, state Senate. And uh, if uh, if the governor's calculation is that Senator Gazelka, by playing that kind of you know, strategy, is going to you know actually hurt himself in the long run electorally. I could see him doing it. 